0: Welcome back to Score Tracks, our news, reviews, podcast, where we take a look at a current soundtrack and soundtracks from yesteryear. Uh, my name is Mark. I'm one of your hosts. I'm joined along with Elaine. So, hello, hello, Elaine. Hello, Mark. How are you?
1: Good. I'll ask, I'll ask this time. How are you,
0: Mark? <laughs> Fine. Thank you very much. And uh, as always, we're joined by Tim. Tim, how are you? I'm here. This is good, right? It's always good when you're around. Meh. <laughs> wow
1: <laughs> i'm just kidding
0: i'm good i'm good oh that's good to hear so normally we uh, like to review a current soundtrack uh sometimes even two or we uh, take a look also we take a look at uh, a, a classic soundtrack but today's a little bit something different um, as we mentioned in our last podcast uh, uh, we're gonna take a look at what our top 10 soundtracks are so with that i'm going to turn the reins over to tim and Tim's going to lead us through it.
2: Yeah, we had a lot of fun. I think uh, collectively doing this, it was hard, very hard to uh, come down to just ten. Uh, but the way we organized it, uh, I think it's going to be pretty fun because Mark and Elaine, either of you know our our top ten list. So uh, it'll be fun. You guys get to hear it. Same time the audience gets to hear it.
0: You get to hear my outrage live.
2: <laughs> hey, I told you, Ewoks is number one, right? Um.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll save my outrage for when it's really there. I'm, I'm not gonna get you know faux outrage at you
2: <laughs> yet. So. Okay, you guys ready? You want to hear what number ten is? We do. Okay, number ten: Young Sherlock Holmes by Bruce Broughton. Yes. <laughs> Mark, I guess you're pretty excited about that, huh? Well, it's. It,
0: yeah, I'm very excited. I absolutely, <laughs> absolutely love this score the score is so so i wouldn't even say it's underrated because everybody who's heard this score loves it sadly the movie didn't do that well when it was first released in theaters but you know i was a young kid when i when i first heard it i made my mom get me the soundtrack i had it on cassette tape and i swore for the longest time that it it was john williams that it's not but it's just absolutely amazing the movie's fantastic um I'm not sure if any of you have ever seen the movie, but it's it's honestly very similar in tone to to Harry Potter. Um, it's basically Sherlock Holmes when he's a young kid in a boarding school, and and uh, they solve a mystery, and and it's just amazing. And, and the score is so good, so good. So
2: I'm happy it made the list. It, it, yeah. it
0: brings me great joy. Hopefully, everybody <laughs> out there, you know, takes a listen to it if they haven't heard
2: it. Yeah, I, w- I was going to say that because you're right. It's not that it's necessarily underrated, but it may be under- known, If that makes sense, so yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so it's. I think it's worth checking out. It was. It's nice, and I understand also what you were saying about uh, John Williams. It, it some of it really sounds like him.
0: It does. It really does, and, and they. Re- uh, I'm not sure who re- who re-released re released uh, it. recently, it may have been uh, it may have been in I think, or. Uh but uh there's a really nice uh, remaster you can still find it. it it's it's amazing it's just a wonderful addition number
2: nine is vertigo bernard herman oh,
0: yeah. wow. sensing good? a trend here
2: <laughs> <laughs> is this good though i mean we, we <laughs> talked about that we we did a review of vertigo um uh, three three or four episodes ago we liked in it. Vertigo, go ahead, Tim. No, no, that's it. I was just gonna say we liked it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, this was this was for me. You know, I didn't grow up on this movie. I didn't grow up on the score. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember the first time I actually saw the movie, but I was definitely in my teens, and by that time, it it you know had been around for quite some time. I'm not that old, but um, it, it's just one of those. It's just one of those scores that that has definitely stuck with me for a long time. Um, it, it, it constantly, it's one of those ones that I have, you know, I just take a look at my, my plays on my iTunes and, and it's always in the top, it, you know, it, it's sad. It's very sorrowful. It's, it's just amazing. And, you know, obviously if you're curious, about our, our discussion of vertigo, um, one of our previous episodes, um, we delved into it a great deal, but it's nice to see it on this list, uh, especially with Bernard Herman, he, he, he's a master, so definitely well deserved to be here
2: all right number eight we're, we're moving along here aren't we well I'm the only one apparently speaking so Tim, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I think I'll definitely the host, have the something to give their opinion too you know I'll definitely have something to chime in for this one so number eight the mask of Zorro by James Horner all right any any thoughts here <sighs>
0: I don't see. Him. I don't know where. I don't know if any other James Horner is on this list, but um, I, I know that uh, James Horner is fantastic. This is definitely one of his uh, better scores. It's not my top five of James Horner, but uh, I I love it. it. You know, I actually enjoy both those movies, uh, and the score is just it, it, you know it's perfect for that. So it, it definitely deserves to be definitely deserves to be on a list
2: um, so i'm just I'm happy just... that james horner made it on the list at all anywhere in any place whether it's twice or whatever i'm just happy he's here because is this the,
0: is this the only is this the only place he's on the list can can you, can you...
2: so there is there are two others that came very close but this is the only one that actually made the tens so... <laughs> <laughs> But like I said, there are others that came close. We'll get to those maybe later, but uh I you know, for me this is one of his best uh it I, I don't know, there's just something about it that is very very stirring and I think he was one of the best at making stirring uh, soundtracks. So, uh I'm I'm happy to see him on here. And uh, number 7 is a composer we haven't gotten to yet. Uh so here we go. Number 7 is Sabrina by John Williams, the 1995
0: oh. version. I don't, I, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I know the music. I like the music. I'm just, I'm just like, okay, pick that one. I, you know, I, 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 we need to have a behind, a behind the scenes episode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think the thing about this one is, um, not looking at the soundtrack period, not its ranking, but just the soundtrack is that it, it really helps define the movie and uh, the very romantic. And I don't mean, uh, <laughs> I don't mean in a romantic way, but I mean like in an artsy, you know, romantic era kind of way with the piano and uh, a lot higher pitch strings, all that. It really does an excellent job of uh, given the, the tone and the feel for the movie. So it did it, that pretty well.
0: I think this is one of William's, you know, probably personal favorites. Uh, it seems that every concert of his that I've been to, uh, it, it seems Sabrina has always uh, played. So perhaps it's just one of his more, you know, unique. They don't want to play, you know, 8 million songs from Star Wars or Rage Lost Stark. I mean, they have their own concerts for that, but uh, it's definitely one that, that he plays quite a bit. So uh, I, I think it's probably, it's probably something he likes personally.
1: Yeah, I agree. It has a very um, romantic feel, which is very well suited to the film. And since John Williams is best known for his um, for his scores for action, like m- more action oriented films, um, I think that I-, I could see why this one is a little more special. Might be a little more special to him because it's a bit different.
2: Yeah, it's not not focusing on the adventure of things like he does. Right. So. Has anyone? I would
0: always be curious to know what John Williams' favorite piece of music he did was. I don't know if he's ever answered that question.
2: I don't either. Um, I I would doubt that he has, but I don't know. (laughs) I'll have to look into that. That's that's interesting. And with that, let's go to number six. Six already?
0: Yeah, yeah. Number six.
2: E.T. By John Williams. Six. Yes. <laughs> I guess you wanted it to be higher, huh? <laughs> I'm assuming. I mean, unless you think that's too high, but no. Oh God, no. <laughs> the,
0: the thing is, for me, you know, when, when tabulating my my proportional list, and I, I know, you know, Tim has some top secret, uh, you know, statistical
2: <laughs> algorithm uh,
0: formula that he used to put together everything, but but. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, for me, it, it's definitely it's definitely up there. Uh, six feels a little low, but uh, you know, I, I think for me, I've just got a really personal uh, um, relationship with the uh, ET or with the score. It, 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 you know, it's it's pretty amazing. So I, I think it, it's just as as a standalone movie, there's no sequels, there's no prequels. You know, there was a little book that didn't do anything, but it, it's it's just uh, it's one of those soundtracks that. I've played it so many times and in particularly in certain vacations with my parents that that, you know, I know that if I put it on, my mom will start crying. Hmm. So, you know, she just starts to think of us as little children. And so it's really got this sort of my my family. It's it's sort of a soundtrack at different points in our lives. So it, it really is. It really is amazing.
2: And something I want to bring up also, I don't think I said before, and actually I think this supports what you're saying, Mark, about how maybe it should have been higher, is that we're not looking at the themes, top 10 themes or anything. We're looking at the top 10 soundtracks from track one to the last and just the overall experience of this soundtrack. Right. So if, if you hear this, and you're like, but that has you know, a fantastic theme. It should be higher. Well, I think that the soundtrack overall is amazing, which may be why it should be higher. But anyway, just wanted to uh, establish that because I don't think I said that before. And uh, yeah, so E.T., at number six, we're almost halfway through now. We're going to get to number five. Are you ready for number five? Better be one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hate to disappoint you, Mark. Number five... The Fellowship of the Ring by Howard Shore. Oh, I wonder who picked that one. Yeah, uh, of the Lord <laughs> of the Rings, you wouldn't pick that one?
0: Is that what you said? Uh, no, I said I wonder who picked that one. I, oh, I, I, know, oh. <laughs> I, I know it's certainly one of Elaine's favorites. Um, <laughs> but uh, for, for me, it, it's, it's one of those ones that's fantastic. It's just not in my top ten. But uh, I could see how somebody else would definitely put it on their list. So, Elaine, I'm, I'm going to step back lets you speak
1: <laughs> yeah this is I mean the Lord of the Rings is like a favorite of mine musically um, just because it's so I don't know it's so um, it's so powerful and at, at varying times it's um, dramatic and emotional at other times it's romantic other times it's just it's just silly and fun and And you really, for me, I can really feel the emotion of the film through the soundtracks or films through the soundtracks. So I'm very happy that um, Fellowship of the Ring made it onto this list because I I think that Howard Shore's did a fantastic job on those three, on Lord of the Rings soundtracks.
2: Well, you know, it it won the Oscar, right? That year? Mm -hmm. I think it did. I think it did. And... I think part of the reason that it's uh, it stands out so much is because it was unlike a lot of the other music that we had at the time, and really that we've had since. You know, it's very different for these mainstream type movies. So, you know, it, it's got something special going on there, too. Mark's phone's excited. All right.
0: Yeah, it's like a woo-woo. I don't even know what the heck that is. <laughs> But yeah, woo woo for uh, you know to Shore and Lord of the Rings. So,
2: <laughs> number four is something we're we're kind of familiar with. Kind of. Kind of. Star Wars, John Williams. This is obviously we're referencing A New Hope here, because Ooh. you know there's no. It, it's just Star Wars, so that means A New Hope.
1: I'm surprised.
2: I need to vote for that.
1: <laughs> I did, but I I, I didn't.
2: I didn't, are you guys turning on each other right
0: now? Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Mark, the, take the, your buggy phone and get out. No. No, I mean the, the thing is, the thing is, is that is that for Star Wars, I certainly have my favorite scores, uh, um, or my favorite uh, sc- scores for the films. Um, you know, and this is the one that started it all. So, so right. its inclusion on the list is is there is no argument from, from me in regards to that the issue is, or the, or my concern, you know, with lists like this is that, you know, it's very easy, especially for, for three, you know, pretty huge Star Wars fans. We could have loaded it up with,
2: you know, (laughs) seven, seven Star Wars.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so it's, it's that thing that it's like, okay, but what do I, what do I listen to, you know, from beginning to end? What do I think is, you know, Star Wars is my favorite film of all time, the first one, but you know, what is, as a soundtrack is it one that i listen to the most it's not but right. uh I've, I've spoken enough i'll let you guys uh, discuss why it's on the list
2: well i agree with you though that it's not the one i listen to the most of them uh, but i think it does make sense to have it on this list because as you said it was the it's the first one first time we have the the main theme the force theme you know binary sunset any of this type of thing and uh uh, throne room is an amazing way to end the movie. and plus the overall bring bringing back of the orchestra to movies in such a big way that Lucas and Williams did with this movie um I, I think it it's earned its spot just based off of that alone see real real quick though they say
0: that you know they talk about you know bringing back the orchestra to movies, but it
2: wasn't the one that did it well, I think it was the one that settled it. It was the big one that that t- turned the the direction. See, I, I I'd almost say that the Jaws did it. You know, I mean, obviously Jaws was
0: first, but uh, Jaws right. sold quite a. It obviously didn't sell as many copies as as uh, Star Wars, as far as uh, records or anything. But uh...
2: well, I think the thing about Jaws is that in general, people the Jaws soundtrack people hear the theme; they hear the two notes and it it started, i think started the turn toward orchestra and all that, but I think what settled it is the Star Wars soundtrack with the theme that was in every single human's head in nineteen seventy seven yeah and, whether it's a disco version or yeah you know, yeah
0: something else. yeah so. i I got you on that
1: well, I mean, like you said, it's you know in a couple- in a couple of different ways it's it's a landmark soundtrack i mean it um and it you know again it's just it introduces so many themes that stay with you and i know that we were talking about soundtrack being a listening experience not based off of the themes alone but this soundtrack has so many themes right that are familiar um so i think it definitely deserves a a spot on this list
2: so um from when i'm if I'm understanding you guys, Elaine, you were expecting it to be higher, and Mark, you were expecting it to be lower or not on the list. Is that correct? I wasn't sure it was going to be on the list or not. Okay. Uh, I, I mean,
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. We shall. We shall see. I, I'm. I'm really getting close to be. You know, I'm preparing my outrage for your next one. <laughs> okay. What so, are we at? What number? We're coming up on number three. Uh, it, it better not be what I want it to... Or it better not be what I think it's going to be, or you're going to get hurt.
2: <laughs> are, are you going to jump through my computer screen? And... Oh, I'll find you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will brace myself and say, number three... Jurassic Park by John Williams. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm still alive. We're good. Yay!
0: Is this almost... This almost made my list almost it was one of those ones that was just out there and it's like you know it's an amazing oh yeah (laughs) you know it's an amazing soundtrack it's uh it it definitely i can see why it it, it is on there and uh you you know a lot of these a lot of these were you know even if i poo-poo it or whatever it certainly deserves to be on, on the list uh jurassic jurassic park's fantastic so I'll, yeah. I'll, you, go ahead, you two that, that voted it in, go for it.
1: <laughs> well, even though I, I voted for it, I am a bit surprised that it came, that it's above Star Wars on the list. Um, I mean, I guess um, as a listening experience, it's more concise. Like um, Star Wars is a pretty long soundtrack or what I consider it to be pretty long. And um, Jurassic Park is more uh, a little more manageable. But it's... You know, like all John Williams' music, it captures the spirit of the film perfectly, and uh, it's just so the and the music is just so fun. So yeah, that's two of mine that's on this list. Yay! (laughs) Or three, three of mine.
2: Yeah, and we'll see if there there might be more. But uh, (laughs) the thing thing for me for Jurassic Park is uh, it's all contained in the one track, uh, Journey to the Island. And I don't mean oh, yeah. that's the one reason why it, it should be voted, but I'm saying everything that's good about this soundtrack is in that one track, I think it it it's a a kind of a climax, if you will, of the soundtrack, and uh it's it's so it's everything, you know that, that's all I got to say. It's everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. number two. are you going to jump through the screen again, Mark? Probably. Oh boy. Number two. Raiders of the Lost Ark by yeah. John Williams. Yep. Bullshit. Bull. <laughs> no. No. Yep. Nope. Yeah. That, that should be number one for you, huh? Absolutely, it should be number one. Hey, number two is not bad. You know, it's, I know. It's... I know.
0: Hey. Can...
2: <laughs> All right. Go ahead. <laughs> well, what? What makes? What? Sh- why should it be number one, Mark? Um. Wow. I think it, it is. It is truly.
0: Here, here's the thing for me. You know, when when weighing out my favorite soundtracks of all time, obviously I, I, I first go for listenability. You know, what do I listen to the most? And also, so what paints a picture in my mind of the film the best? And so, when I listen to you know the Raiders Lost Ark soundtrack, whether it's the you know first, second, or third release of it because everyone's different. Um I see everything so perfectly. You know, I know that this line is said here and this line is said there. And I know a lot of people do that or are able to do that with it just about every soundtrack. But for whatever reason, I have such an affinity with the Raiders of the Lost Ark soundtrack. And there's so many standout um tracks on it. Whether it's the truck chase or it's the map room or it's you know, the ending or the opening or any of it, you know, really whether there's the fight with, you know, where they're trying to get on the, on, uh, on the plane. It's just, everything is different and evokes such a mood. And, And honestly, I, I think it's the best March that Williams has ever written. So for me, you know, you can compare it to, well, the Imperial March is amazing and it absolutely is. But for me, the Raiders March tops all of it. It tops every single piece of music that Williams has ever written. So Raiders for me is my number one. It's number two. Okay. I can live with that, but uh, it's just such an amazing soundtrack. It's an amazing film. And, uh, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad it's this high.
2: Well, I think it's pretty obvious that we have to have one of the four Indiana Jones movies on this list somewhere. And it's got to be pretty high. I think the bigger question would be which of which of the four. And obviously, you know, this is the one that we went with, and uh, we agreed. I, I think that this should be the one. Even though, if I have to pick another one, I would have uh, the Last Crusade as the one behind this. I wouldn't. No, you would say Temple no, no. of Doom.
0: I, I love. Yeah, and even then, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people think, you know. A lot of people prefer Last Crusade over Temple of Doom, but I love Temple of Doom. I, I think it's a fantastic movie, and the score, with uh, the March or, or the it, Slave Children's Crusade? Is it's a fantastic piece of music. So, I mean, I love all all four scores. Obviously, I don't you know I don't love Crystal Skull as much, though it does have some amazing you know tracks in it. But uh, I mean, all of it's great. I, I love all of it, but the original is just something else. It, it, it's transcendent.
2: You know what that means. I already know what number one is then. Do you? I don't. I think so. I think so. I, I think you do too. I, I could be wrong, but you probably do. I need I need a drum roll. Uh, number
1: one. one.
2: <laughs>
0: That's the most interesting drum roll I've ever seen. <laughs> it's
1: the Gungan drum roll. <laughs> That's what
0: it is.
2: <laughs> okay, so according to the score tracks, top 10 soundtracks of all time. Number one is the empire strikes back by John Williams. No real issues. I think this is, I think this was my number two. You, did you have uh, Raiders one and empire two? Yes, I did. So I think that the reason that this one is number one, uh, I definitely agree for me personally that this is above A New Hope. And because to me, Empire is the best of the Star Wars soundtracks. Because the soundtrack overall has a lot of themes. So I don't want to focus on them, but that is largely uh, the highlights of it. And we've got the Imperial March, as you said. And we've got Han and Leia's theme. And we've got Yoda's theme. And to me, I think Yoda's theme might be my favorite piece of music ever written. And uh, it's and Han and Leia's theme is not too far behind. So,
0: right? I mean you've you've got you've got everything successful from you know a new right. hope soundtrack. Plus, you've got you know you've got asteroid chase. You've got uh, you know like you said Yoda theme. You've got the whole sequence with the adats on uh, on Hoth. You know you've got all this additional music. You know, and and to cap it off, you've got the Imperial March that just makes it a step above everything else, uh, as as far as Star Wars goes. So, for me, it's definitely the one I listen to the most out of all seven. I mean, obviously, Force Awakens is recent, but uh, it, you know, it, it's it's the one that I listen to far more than any other soundtrack from Star Wars. So,
2: okay, Elaine, thoughts on our number one?
1: I'm happy that a a Star Wars soundtrack took number one. Um, I had Empire Strikes Back lower on my list, but um, I think it's, you know, again, once again, like you were both saying, it's got, like, all of the themes that you love all packed into one soundtrack, you know, plus some new ones. Like Yoda's theme and Han and Leia's theme, and you know, of course, the Imperial March. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy that, of course, that John Williams took the top spot. He took like the top <laughs> five spots, but
2: um, hey, four, I, I, top four. four,
1: top four spots. But I think, that would
2: Shore his, his spotlight here. Okay, sorry,
1: <laughs> sorry. I think he, uh. I think he definitely deserves to be in the top four because he, uh, he's created some of the most amazing soundtracks anybody has ever heard. So I do uh, think that I, I I am curious to know what kind of algorithm you use to <laughs> create this <laughs>
2: list. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. Uh, just, you know, you take everybody's lists and you do the points, you know, number one gets more points. Number two gets one point less and you just add them all together and see how it how it lays out. I mean generally if
0: if I have, you know, if if Tim has Empire Strikes back at number 10 or or number 1 and I have it as number 2, you know, mine mine's worth 9 points, his is worth 10, so automatically he's at 19 19 points total for Empire Strikes back even if right. you don't vote for it. So Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so anyway, uh there that's it. We we got through our top 10 uh for now <laughs> that's the other thing you know we mark you and you had said um uh a few days ago and i agree that some of this can change it's pretty fluid and uh it, it was so hard i think to to limit it to 10 cuz there are so many good ones out there so many that either we recognize as being amazing or just that mean a lot to us personally or whatever Uh, there's so many good ones. So to put it down to 10 and then combine them, there are going to be a lot that are overlooked and, uh, and the ones that are on here, you know, we'll Well, have to see.
0: Like a lot of it for me, when it came down to deciding it, uh, you know, some of the ones that pop up to mind for me was, was Ennio Morricone and the dollars trilogy, you know, anything to wear his spaghetti Westerns. Um, but the issue for me with that is that they're not necessarily my greatest, uh, as an album as a whole, you know, he, the whole, the whole, you know, the theme is amazing. You know, if we pick top 10 themes, it would be in my top 10, but as a soundtrack, it's very, you know, repetitive for me. It, it fits perfectly in the film. So that was one that it was like, Oh, I love this. This is, this is groundbreaking. It's amazing, but it doesn't necessarily de- deserve to be in my top 10. You know, there's a lot of stuff as well by, uh, by, um, uh, Goldsmith, that yeah, you know, was basically in my top twenty, and it's like ah, it's just you know his Star Trek: The Next Generation theme, uh, which is essentially you know just his Star Trek theme, is certainly one of the greatest themes of all time. But I didn't have you know Poltergeist may have been one for me, or Gremlins was one that that was definitely in my top twenty, but it just didn't crack into the top ten. So there's a lot of you know my my selection for Horner didn't make it. Glory. You know, uh, by Horner is is my favorite, but then there's also Rocketeer and there's, you know, there's Braveheart and there's uh, Willow by him that I think are all fantastic, but it just, I had to take a look and go, okay, these are the ones that for me, if I only could exist the rest of my life with 10 albums, this is what it's going to be.
2: Right. I think that's a very good way to look at it too, because I think that's going to help simplify decisions. And also I I think it's interesting to point out that if we did make this list not soundtracks, but themes, top 10 themes, I think it would be a very different list. It would be a far different list. I I would absolutely put Godfather on there um,
0: just for that theme alone, but the soundtrack as a whole is not something I listen to. But but boy, do I love the theme. Same thing with James Bond. James Bond is easily one of the most memorable themes of all time. But for me, it's not its not an album that I listen to.
2: Yeah, like I don't know if I would make it in my top 10 or not, but I definitely would consider um, The Last of the Mohicans also that for that theme. Oh, yeah, so good. So anyway, so yeah, that's it. Th- those are our top 10. Uh, we are going to sign off now. However, if you would like to stick around after we do, uh, we are going to go over a few of the ones that came very close to making the 10 but didn't. And just to look at some of those, since there were so many, and uh, I know some of us were cheering for some to make it, and it didn't. So uh, we'll see. But uh, if you want to stick around for that, we'll be doing that next. But for now, that was our top ten list. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, if you want to follow the show's Twitter account, it is at scoretracks. If you want to follow Mark for some reason, uh, where can they find you?
0: Ah, uh, That's that's rude.
2: <laughs> I can put uh, If you, you want
0: to follow... Yeah, I know. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's at GriddleMarks, G-R-I-D-D-L-E-M-A-R-K-S.
2: Okay, I follow you. At least I did. Okay. Until think so, Yeah. All right. <laughs> Elaine, where could they find you on Twitter?
1: You can find me at T-V-E-I-T-L-I-G-H-T-25.
2: Okay, and me same place as always, which is at trooperscore, or trooperscore. See, Trooper Score. Trooper Score, see Score Tracks and Trooper. Ah. <laughs> so much going on, uh, Trooper underscore five, and uh, yeah, and then like I said, you can follow the show's account. Send us an email if you'd like on uh, what you would like to have see make the top ten to scoretracksshow at gmail dot com. And, uh, we'll see you next week. If not, uh, coming up next for our almost made it list. Bye. Bye. Okay. So, uh, you guys want to go through some of the ones that almost made it? Sure. Now, okay. Let me say first, uh, (laughs) I get the feeling that there are some on here. I, I just chose, uh, like I said, the ones that came close, but didn't make it. Um, I feel like there are going to be some on here that some of us are going to be very glad didn't make the ten, uh, but Dear. we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, one of them is, uh, to me, it's the epitome of classic. Uh, not just the movie, but the music and everything. Max Steiner's "Gone with the Wind."
0: I knew you. I, yeah.
2: <laughs> you have you
0: have a love for that soundtrack.
2: You know, actually, it's not one of my favorites. That's why I didn't uh, have it high enough to put in the top ten. But um, it just, to me, it's always worth a mention when you talk about soundtracks. Well,
0: sure, but but sometimes it feels like you have to mention it. Like I, I would definitely take Steiner's or King Kong over it any day.
2: You know, I, I thought about that too. Uh, as soon as Max Steiner, you know, came to my head, I'm like, "There's gone with the wind," and there's King Kong. <laughs> Well, you know, it's
0: like when I was tweeting earlier. I was talking about Corn Gold, and Corn Gold Seahawk for me is one of the most fantastic scores ever. But it didn't make my top ten, right? Uh, you know, it's just one of those things to where maybe if I had watched the movie more as a child, or maybe if I had, maybe if I've ever seen the movie, which I haven't,
2: I just happen to love the score. So you know, there's a lot of stuff that's just not in there. It's hard. And uh, speaking of. Uh ones that you almost put in there. You brought this up before because another one that almost made it was by James Horner and it is called Glory. Glory!
0: Hey, Glory is amazing.
2: It, it, it's, you know, I'm not sure if
0: you've ever seen it, but it's a story of, of uh, you know, a, a, a black regiment in the Civil War and the, the movie... Denzel Washington won. I think it was Best Supporting Actor for his performance in it, and it is an amazing performance. But for me, there is—I mean, there's there's the movies that the score definitely tries to pull an emotion out of you, and good or bad, this one kills it as far as as far as making me cry. And and there's just certain points in it to where it's like. Oh, you're going for it, and it works. It, it succeeds on every level when it tries to pull up my at, at my emotions, and it's just amazing. It's so fantastic, and the music, in the scenes that it goes for, it fits so perfectly. So, it, it's absolutely my favorite James Horner score. Even though there's a ton of his that I like, but uh, yeah, it, it's just it's something else. If you haven't seen the movie, I recommend it
2: highly. Right. The first CD I ever got, also. Oh, well, that's a plus, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, my my friend gave it to me as a gift. Uh, um, He knew how much I liked the movie, and so he heard that I was getting a CD player for for Christmas or my (laughs) birthday, and that was what he gave me, and I was like,
2: oh, yes. Nice. That's pretty awesome. So, uh, to me, this next one is almost cheating, in my (laughs) opinion, because technically it's by Tchaikovsky. Oh, come on. Uh, Sleeping Beauty, Disney's cartoon. Oh, no, that's not, that's not the one I was thinking of. <laughs> uh-huh,
1: it was mine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's of course it's good. I mean, it's Tchaikovsky, so of course it's going to be good. But, you know. Elaine's going to pick Fantasian next.
0: <laughs>
2: no. Well, what did you think, Mark? I said Tchaikovsky. What were you thinking?
0: Hey, for some reason, that guy got somewhere in time stuck in, into my head because it, it was also by a different composer parts of it. I think that was on my list.
2: Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um This next one is one of them I think is going to be get some different uh mixed opinions, maybe. I don't know. Uh it is by Michael Giacchino, and it's Star Trek into Darkness.
0: Oh wow. That was on your that was on your list. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> well it wasn't on the well, Elaine, Elaine says oh wow, and I said that, that was on your list, so <laughs>
2: Well, okay, so... you think...
0: Was uh, that the only Giacchino um, score that you had put down?
2: Yeah, and, and it's not necessarily his best to me. However, um, if you look at... Like, Jurassic World is one of my favorites of his, but that's playing off of Jurassic Park, so I, I didn't want to necessarily put that in there. That's not why I like it. I like it for what Giacchino wrote, but, you know, it's a yeah, little the, close. The, pro-
0: the problem for me with a lot of it is... It- you know and and i think i think uh i don't have any issue whatsoever with star trek into darkness so don't get me wrong you know giacchino popped into my mind when we're doing this list but for me um i will always always love his music for the medal of honor video games first Mm -hmm. and lost you know because that was where i was introduced to him you know i have this Mm -hmm. i have this really you know medal of honor his his Composing for those games are probably what I listen to you know the most one of the, one of the things I listen to the most in my top ten as far as far as uh, airtime to me uh, same thing with lost, but I didn't put it you know just like I love Debney's score for the video game Lair. It, it, it's one of my favorite scores of all time, but it's a video game so I didn't put it. You yeah. put Star Trek in the darkness, which is fine,
2: but I think speed Racer is better. I think Incredibles is better. The Incredibles is amazing. It's incredible. (laughs) Far better than Darkness. You should be
0: ashamed of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so
2: and again, and Mark, I know you're going to disagree with me, and that's perfectly fine. And a lot of listeners are probably going to disagree with me, but that's my favorite of the of any Star Trek soundtrack so far. That's my favorite one. Is it because you saw it live to screen? No, the, no, it, I saw it because it's one of my, or not one, it is my favorite so far. So, I don't know, just something about the themes. It's, it is, you know, music is such a personal thing, and that one speaks to me more than the other ones do. You should flog yourself. <laughs> well, anyway, that, that was one of them. <laughs> Another one, uh, I think we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, we did, we talked about this. Uh, it's a John Williams one. And it's Jaws.
0: Hell yeah.
2: I think we should have this as number eleven. <laughs> Just cause.
0: Well you know, Jaws,
2: yeah, obviously it's
0: two notes, which is great. But the perfect you know, one of the one of the most perfect marriages of, of film and um, and music is the whole barrel chase sequence from Jaws. Yeah. So so that alone, you know, yeah, it's but the barrel chase is just amazing so while it it, it was definitely in my top 10 uh, i could see why maybe for some it, it doesn't deserve to be in there
1: uh, yeah Josh, <laughs>
0: you're scaring me stop <laughs> don't, don't make me talk about you know being afraid of sharks after this movie again a shark with a stuffy nose there you go. well
2: if you you're follow right? if you follow us on twitter it won't be too hard again to figure out who this next one came from, but uh, it comes from Brian Tyler, and it's "Now You See Me." If they listen, if they listen to us, it won't be too hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I know we've got a, I know we got a few Brian Tyler fans here, but
0: oh, absolutely,
2: Tyler, Tyler's "Now You See Me" score
0: is phenomenal. Um. I think for me for me it will always be and it's gonna sound really bad, but I'll always be behind uh, Tokyo Drift. For whatever reason, Tokyo Drift was like my my uh, Tyler Crack. It it was the one that really got me into his his style and his sound and I've loved, you know, pretty much everything from him ever since. But it was just the one that was like, Who is this? What <laughs> is this music? Yeah. And he's definitely matured since then um but yeah i mean now you see me is, is is i think really like the first brian tyler uh album that just got extreme critical acclaim from all corners in the soundtrack community it's just one of those ones that that everyone was like wow what is this guy capable of because this is amazing and, right. and it truly is yeah oh yeah that So means- i, I, I could see why that's in your top 10
2: <laughs> oh so you're just flat out saying it's me now huh
0: Look, it's not Elaine.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, as long as we're talking about Elaine. um, (laughs) Let's throw some Alan Menken in there. (gasps) She's the Disney lady. Beauty and the Beast. Yay! Now, I think this one's a little tricky because a lot of Disneys are going to be tricky, but half of it's vocal and Broadway type. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's it's it, it's it's
0: it's good.
2: It's really good. it's amazing. I, I love it. It's, it's it might be of the Disney cartoons, uh, like not talking about their you know current animation, blah blah blah, but of their more like I know this came out in the '90s, but of that style cartoons that might be my favorite of their soundtracks.
0: Easily, yeah. easily.
2: Yeah, I can see. I can see why you picked it. Later. I'm so
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I thunder into silence, but that's uh, a good comeback.
2: But yeah, why, why? Uh, I mean, obviously we like it, but what about it? Did you like Elaine enough to to try and get it high, high on the list?
1: High, <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Well, it's just so pretty, and there's like just this. Um, when I think about Beauty and the Beast, I think a lot about. The music that plays when it first starts. And also when uh, Belle is going to explore the West Wing where the Beast is. And it just, it sounds so, like, kind of how I would imagine, like, a gothic sound to be. Not like, like, um, like the old romantic gothic, um, novels and stories and such. Um, And it's also just got this very eerie fairy tale kind of quality about it, and it really fits the aesthetic of the film and the atmosphere of what's going on in the story. And then, of course, the the songs are just, you know, really catchy and um, very very good voices on it and yeah I, i'm really looking forward to the live action remake disney's doing oh, yeah. um partly because you know i think it's going to be beautiful in live action and it has um emma watson in it as bell but also because they're going to keep it as a musical
2: and alan manken's doing the music correct
1: uh probably i believe so yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be interesting to hear how different it is, like what what they change, what they keep the same. And uh, so, yeah, it's just it's just such a beautiful soundtrack.
2: And I think when the thing I was, for, about this sorry. one for me is that not only is it beautiful and pretty, but it's powerfully beautiful, which is, it's a little different. And I think that kind of elevates it to separate it from other just beautiful soundtracks. There's a, a strength behind it.
1: Yeah.
0: Mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna tell Elaine when I I, I had a, the chance at D twenty three to see some behind the scenes of um the Beauty and the Beast making of and uh Luke Evans who's playing uh, Gaston and uh oh what's his name? Playing John, what is it yeah. Yes, That's they good. sang they sang the you know Gaston song. Huh? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's so good, and it sounds almost perfect to the actual animated film, so it's like, man, they were spot on, and that's that's actually my favorite song in the film, so uh, it was like, oh, this is going to be great, and and it just looked really good, so I, I, I definitely think it's going to be something that's going to live up to the hype. Th- that's very encouraging to me to hear yeah, you say that. It is. <laughs> I, I love Beauty and the Beast. I, I bought the damn LaserDisc that that uh <laughs> no, I mean, not only did I buy the laserdisc, I bought the one that had the New York premiere version of it, to where the movie wasn't even finished and it was in pencil animation half the time. And that thing cost oh. me fifty bucks when I was younger. So <laughs> it, it it's it's easily my favorite Disney traditionally animated film, Uh and I can definitely see why it's on your list. It's a it's a fantastic choice.
2: Well, to go to another one that because Mark keeps on bringing them up, he talked about Glory before we got there. And we uh, right. talked about Jaws before we got there, so we'll just go ahead and do that somewhere again. In time. Yeah, somewhere in time, which is—I uh, think that was accredited to John Barry, right? Yes, horrible movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you know you watch it, you watch it now, and it's got Christopher Reeve, it's got oh, Jane yeah. C- it Christopher Plummer, and and the conceit is that a man. For whatever reason, this woman, this old lady comes up to this successful New York playwright and says, come back to me. And he's like, who the hell is this old lady? And so he starts researching her and sees a picture of her and absolutely falls in love with this picture of her when she's younger. And so for whatever reason, he finds out that he had been in her time period. And so he wants to travel back in time to find her. And it's just an odd conceit. It's you know, the filmmaking nowadays you look at it and you're like it's it's overly bright, but it's a period piece almost you know, you know, uh I don't know, maybe roaring twenties or whatever. But the music
2: is really messed up.
0: Oh, don't let's not go there. That 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 thing that thing devastates the average person who watches it. And one of the things is this is my mom's favorite film. I always watched it with her. I love the music. And I could literally, if I just call her right now and play the music, I could get her to cry. Oh. I, I'm sorry, I'm a horrible son, but I did it once. And I said, hey, mom, guess what I'm listening to? And I put, I played it for her through the phone, and she just started crying. And it was like, yes. Oh, <laughs> but it, uh, but see, she knows, like, for her, it, it's just, you know, songs and music bring a certain emotion to it. and And this is one of those ones that that the music elevates so highly what would otherwise be an average film. I understand that the book is amazing. I haven't read it. Uh, the book version of it is called Bid time Return. It's by Richard Matheson, who's written a ton of uh, Twilight Zones, Star Trek, and whatnot. But uh, I think you even wrote I Am Legend. But, uh, yeah, it, the soundtrack is just unbelievable. So that's definitely in one of my top ten
2: okay last couple here we were gonna as our almost make it uh, we have we talked about Fellowship of the Ring made the list at number 5 if Yay. you had to have another Lord of the Rings soundtrack to go next which would you guys have I'd put two towers
1: yeah me too
2: well that's what it is
1: Yay.
2: that almost <laughs> made the list obviously by Howard Shore It's a good soundtrack. Okay, is that it? (laughs) It's a good soundtrack.
1: It's so good. Like, the violin is, like, the Rohan theme is just amazing. Oh, yeah. So, so stirring, as you would say.
2: Yeah, I I did say that before about uh, James (laughs) Horner, right? Yes. He's the king of stirring to me, so... (laughs) Danger theme, danger motif. Huh? Okay. All right,
0: we'll talk to you about it later. No, <laughs> okay. well, your your audio was muffled. Oh, the danger motif from James Horner. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Very very particular to just about every score of his.
2: I mean, okay, okay, yeah. Like you said, we'll talk about that later. Um. <laughs> A lot of people have a lot of conversations about that anyway uh the last one that we have that almost made it uh coincidentally enough is james horners although i don't think it's what mark would like um a a beautiful mind this is definitely yours Yeah, (laughs) it is i had that very very high on my list and it didn't make it well not very high but it was in the top half over crawl Okay, so let me me put it this way. Alien. Battle
0: Beyond the Stars. Let me put it this way.
2: Or Battle on the James Horner's A Beautiful Mind is not only one of the greatest soundtracks of all time, it is the best that James Horner has ever done, which is saying quite a lot. And it's... Uh It's unique to the point where I hear it in other soundtracks sometimes, like The Imitation Game by uh, Desplat. I hear some of that in there. Displa. yeah, Desplat. So, <laughs> Displa, Displa. <laughs> it, To me, it, it's uh it's not untouchable, but it's 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 definitely up there,
1: and it's got Russell Crowe in it. So,
2: my soundtrack doesn't.
1: The soundtrack doesn't. <laughs> so, no, but the movie does.
2: But, Mark, I think you would say if you had to do a James Horner, you'd say Star Trek 2, right? Oh, see,
0: it's tough, though, because Star Trek 2 is definitely one of my favorites. Obviously, I went with Glory, but Star Trek 2 is one of my favorites. But, damn, Willow's good. And is. so is Rocketeer. And then, and then there's a whole – there's Kroll, which is his early stuff, and there's Battle Beyond the Stars, which is his early stuff. And and, and you just get to, like, I don't even know what to pick. Yeah. You know you got aliens, you've got, you know, he's 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 fantastic. And then then if you just decided to go with, you know, Titanic, or to, am am I right on that? It's him doing Titanic, yeah. Yeah. and then he did Avatar. Right. And I mean those aren't obviously Titanic and Avatar are not in my top fifty, probably. Um but but it, they're great soundtracks. So yeah, Hor- Horner's Horner's definitely up there. He he's a couple of his soundtracks. Are ones that that uh, I have a special you know place in my heart for. So,
2: yeah, of the soundtracks to come out in the past couple of years, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man is one of my favorites too. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, and that that won an award. I think it was was that the Max Steiner Award. Uh, that I don't. I think so. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, again, we all had more on our lists than just those, even, but uh, that's just an overall idea of some that almost made the cut but didn't quite uh overall i mean obviously when you have three different people with their own musical tastes you're gonna have uh different lists and when they combined you know it's gonna be hard to get a collective view of the three of us but i think we can all agree that the ones that made the list and even those that didn't are definitely very good soundtracks we're gonna have to do a theme episode themes top
0: 10 themes yeah, because one of the ones that I didn't even put on my list but that was fighting for it was Superman by John Williams because yeah. that Superman yeah. theme is something else. So, so we're going to need to do a, a, a top 10 theme uh, show at some point.
2: Yeah, and that's that's going to be hard all over again. But, <laughs> but it's fun.
0: Now. No, it's fun. So. Yeah. Especially in the dry times when the, when there's no real soundtracks being released.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for something. You know, there, I mean, there's stuff coming out, but I'm waiting for something big. You know, we had The Force Awakens, obviously, but I think that's the that's the most recent one to look forward to for now.
1: I think The Jungle Book is going to be a good one to listen to. And um,
2: is that there's that
0: and I know they released some snippets of uh, Hans Zimmer's uh, work for Batman v. Superman. So, no. and, you know. We're approaching. We're approaching summer season, so we're going to have, you know, Civil War, and I think Finding Dory is coming
2: mm-hmm. out. Didn't every, uh, Tom Hulkenberg help out with the Batman versus Superman? Also, he
0: probably did. I mean, he, he he's he got his start with uh with Hans Zimmer, so
2: right. I'm I'd be pretty sure it was a collaboration,
0: like a pure collaboration, like fifty fifty, or I don't I don't think Where it was fifty fifty, but I think the heck they're, heck they're
2: both the credited stuff. as the composers. I'll I have think. To see it.
0: Well, that'll be, be interesting then. You know, I definitely want to hear it. So,
2: well, I remember at one point a while back they announced Tom Hulkenberg as the composer alone, and then they added Hans Zimmer. So, I don't I don't know when, how that played out in the end, but I know that they both worked on it to some extent.
0: Well, I'm sure we'll be covering it at some point. So, most likely. Yep.
1: Mark,
0: I don't know stop the, it. the world the be ending for all I know. And I'm talking to you, too, So, Anyways, thank you, everybody. We appreciate you hanging out for a good hour of your time with
2: us. Yes, and uh, uh, let us know what you think. Uh, you can tweet us or send us an email or whatever, uh, things that you thought should have made the list, things you'd have differently or whatever, because it's such a personal thing. Everyone's going to have a list that's a little bit different. So it'll be fun to hear what you guys have to say. So anyway, uh, like Mark said, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Don't know what we're covering, but it'll be something good. Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah! Bye.